everyone's going to be a part of Web3. Every single, every, every single artist, every single musician, every single entertainer, every single institution, company, whatever you do out there, if you are of service, you will be essentially part of Web3. And you're going to start having to have this two-way conversation with the people that are buying your goods, listening to your music, reading your books, being part of your culture, whatever it might be, buying your clothes, whatever it is, there's going to, the conversation is going to start opening up. Welcome to the NFT Now podcast. Every Wednesday, we speak with trailblazing artists, collectors, and technologists about how NFTs are redefining the creative economy and how you can be a part. I'm Sam Heisel. I'm Alejandro Navia. And I'm Matt Medved, and we're on a mission to empower the creators of culture. Welcome to the show. Matt, was good? How are you feeling? Feeling great, you know, another day in the NFT space. That's right. Today we have a very special guest, Mr. Steve Aoki. You may have seen him live in his element turning up at a club near you. But beyond that, he's definitely got lots of different layers to his personality and to his NFT projects. What what stood out to you? And tell us a little more about him. Yeah, man. He's like, you know, he's one of the highest grossing DJ producers in the world. He's a road warrior who's plays hundreds of shows per year. And, you know, I've known him for years and he's always had his hands in so many different fields from fashion to comics to TV film. Uh, you know, he's just always been this like o- cultural omnivore, you know? And what's so cool is like, I think with NFTs, he's found a way to really tie all of these different interest areas together. You know, he's been involved with a few different NFT projects. He recently launched his Aokiverse project, which I think kind of serves as like the nexus and the epicenter for bringing all of these different fields, interest areas and communities into play in one core community. So really excited to see how he builds that. How about you, Sam? Yeah, no, I love it. And I mean, I think he's done a good job at being kind of a student of the game, experimenting, doing a series of drops. He's done collabs with incredible artists, did a cool Neon Future collab with Tom Bilyeu and Masij Kuziara. And beyond that, I do think Aokiverse really does lay a great precedent for how musicians can kind of create this, this Web3 fan club of sorts, right? I think a lot of his lessons learned, he really funneled into Aokiverse and really help set a high bar as far as what utility in a project could look like. So I think for people that hold Aokiverse uh, and, and one of the, the different NFTs, they're able to get pre-sale access to, to other NFTs, free tour tickets to hundreds of dates worldwide, digital collectibles, physical collectibles, the list goes on. I, I think exclusive events just for Aokiverse holders. I think this is, is fascinating. I think we dive into the music industry specifically and how a lot of the current music industry, uh, the economics are kind of broken, but how Web3 and NFTs can present a new paradigm, and a more prosperous model for artists and fans. So I think we uh, peel back a lot of different layers in this episode are able to dive deep into a lot of his different projects and his outlook on the future of the space. So, so really enjoyed it. If you haven't already, before we do jump in, do want to encourage you to check out our newsletter nftnow.com once a week we distill everything that's happening in the nft world into digestible action-packed digest so be sure to subscribe and sign up for that if you haven't already at nftnow.com but without any further ado let's jump into this week's episode steve aoki steve what's good man so happy to have you on the nft now podcast yeah what's up what's up doing great man doing great Thanks for having me. Guys. Exciting time in the space. Oh yeah, it's all it's always exciting. It's always, you know, something happening. It's very active. Totally. It's got it's, it has to be like the most I mean, it is definitely the most vibrant not like non 
physical community. Cause like I have, I'm always, I always I have a community that I play to all the time. My community is my shows. Right? So my crowds are just like, <laughs> but this is definitely uh, the closest to that, you know, outside of anything else, any other industry and everything I'm part of it's just so active, so many brilliant people involved. It's like battle of innovation. I feel it. You know, it's like to, uh, innovation, community, engagement, and you have to you have to think. You have to constantly like think, keep like moving forward. You can't just be like, "Oh, great idea, execute." No, you got to execute and then execute on the execution, and then execute on that execution. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you, man. Well, you know, you and I have known each other for years. We go back, and, and I remember chatting crypto with you, you know, years ago, and, and and you getting involved there in that space. And so, for for those who who may not know, just tell us a little bit about like your journey into NFTs, um, and, and how and how you got really involved with it. Yeah, so I got into crypto like five, six years ago. So I was already a, a, like early adopter, and I wouldn't even say early. I mean, I was like mid level, you know, in the stages of like crypto. Uh, been in it for a minute. And NFTs, I got into it in like summer 2020 through my friend Blau, who was, uh, you know, like Blau was already doing it. He was like kind of experimenting, having fun with it. And, and he hit me up and was like, you gotta, you gotta like do an NFT. I, I think it's like, I think it's right up your alley. Cause, um, I, I think that's one thing that, that Justin and I share is like, you know, just like trying out things, you know, when it's a bit risky or, or weird <laughs> or just like a little bit, I guess early, whatever you want to call that. But I'm like, Oh, this is really interesting. And, and, uh, Blau and Henry RAC, they're part of the same management team company. So I was always hearing, I was hearing what RAC was doing with this cassette tape NFT. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's get the, the gears turning ball rolling. It took a little slow start. Um, you know, the first, first step was trying to find a digital artist to work with. And then it was perfect because it was during COVID. I was making all kinds of just weird music all all over the place, um, having fun. I was I, I was really into mindfulness. So I was like making a lot of meditation music. I was like really just, I'll put it this way. When I'm playing live shows, I'm informed by that. So I end up making bangers, right? When I'm like out there on the road, I'm like listening to what's what's like, what is the currency of culture? What's happening? What's on the radio? What's this? Or what's what are people listening to uh, that that kind of fit the demo that I play to? So I make records with different artists to like do that. When I'm at home, it's a whole different thing. I'm in a completely different headspace. So it's actually a great time for me to experiment musically, and this is a perfect lane for me to do is in in this uh, this new lane of NFTs. And and it took about eight months to get there, but we finally did our first drop, February 2021, with Anthony Disco as the, the, the rookie drop for me. I remember I was on Clubhouse with Froke. I think, yeah, Matt, you were I remember in that, that chat. Yeah, it was like 10,000 people in that room. It was, it was one of the biggest like, ones for live. NFTs on Clubhouse, you know? Yeah, it was like, it felt so good. I remember Jake was, Jake Paul like popped in the room, like a, a couple other, you know, influential people were in there. Made a really big, I just made a big disruptive like hello to the space and it and it like shocked my system and my whole team. And the shock was exactly what was so exciting, you know, like what can happen with this? And and now I understood at that moment how important community was, um, how important these conversations are that's happening on at that point Clubhouse, and then now is Twitter spaces, you know. But 
you know, over the course of from February 2021 till end of the year, I mean, I did a number of drops and I was, I, I started really understanding what community means, what utility means, what, how, how, like, how to like work with each other and like, you know, build with different creators, build with digital artists, build, build with physical artists, build with, you know, musicians and DJs, actually quite a lot of DJs are in the space. So that also makes a warm kind of entrance too, because a lot of my, my DJ community is like already like, we're all about what this looks like, what this feels like, how we can maneuver in the space. And we haven't even really touched on our own music, really. Like, you know, I, I did a drop with, with Blau, you know, after that one, it was like probably summer of 2021. Uh, we did a one-on-one club record. So that was, that was the first NFT, a DAO bought it. And that was really cool to understand the structure of DAOs, what that means. All of this culminating, all these different ideas from like Pox pages to poets to, you know, the hundreds atom bomb squad and, and their fidgetals and the, you know, the, like the generative art from here and what, you know, art blocks was doing in the PFP world and all like, it just, the culmination of all that was what is a foundation that was, was growing and brewing to what is now Aokiverse. It's kind of like taking little bits of V friends, community development to, uh, you know, Adam bomb squad to like, you know, all these different worlds are going before I even drop a PFP. I want to build the base because I'm so deep in this space and I'm so connected outside the space that I know, I know we're jumping ahead here, but Aokiverse is all about being in the center of all of it and trying to connect everyone that's along for the ride to all the access, all the the opportunities that you know I can share. I could break if I if I could cut the bread that gets offered to me and share it with my membership community, share it with everyone. That's ideal. So whenever that's possible, that's what it's made for. You know, and I'm you know in the NFT land and in the real world, right? If you could bring both of that in, so that's why I look at Aokiverse less of a fan club and more of a social membership of all things in, in these worlds. You know, I totally digress there, Matt, but uh, yeah. that's what you're here for, man. We're interviewing <laughs> you in, in that vein, yeah. man. I think like, it, it's great to see how you were experimenting with different drops. You were a student of the space, passionate, curious, and you really were able to put a lot of these different learnings and inspirations into Aokiverse. If you could just really kind of set the stage on a deeper level, like, uh, like I personally love a lot of the utility you brought forth with Aokiverse, but kind of what is the vision for Aokiverse? What does the roadmap look like? Yeah, absolutely. So Aokiverse, as I'm saying, is very much a social membership community. So, and it, it's got it's got multiple layers. So on, on the NFT side, you have different, like you know, we have different curations, whether it's like our own PFPs or our own NFTs, whether it's like partners that we work with and the allow list that we work with partners like for example we have a uh, babe did a drop babeverse and they're our friends so we brought them into the aokiverse and and, and allow, did allow list for the community our good friend boy george did a drop so we brought them in um so there's a lot of that kind of activity that comes in we're going to be dropping a pfp so we're thinking it speaks to all people that are obviously in nft this is for crypto savvy individuals this is for, it's not just about the fans. 
It's about people that see what's happening in in our world, in well, in the world that I'm involved in or partnered with, and be like, oh yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to jump in there. I, I, I love what Aoki and his team are doing with all these different partners, and you get a, you get a piece of, not a piece of it, but you get, you get, you get the the access to all that, and then the real world is something that we could deliver right away because I'm playing so many shows. And I love seeing the Aoki verse signs like in Melbourne and at ultra, there's like this group of people that are holding up the Aoki verse logo, you know, donning that. And it's so cool to see that. Saw that in Miami. I saw that even in Lollapalooza when, with people wearing character X homemade t-shirts, you know, it's that kind of like, cause we did do uh, activation there early bringing all the NFT holders to Lollapalooza. So that was kind of like the early incubation of what Aokiverse looked like. And it's happening now. The rollout is happening right away, which is exciting. Because that's one other thing uh, that we wanted to do with, with the Aokiverse is, is do a rollout that drops immediately. And um, I think what's exciting for me too, is that actually two days from now, Wednesday, I'm doing the very first um, Aokiverse exclusive show that's token gated for all the passport holders. So you, you own a passport into the Aokiverse. You can come to the show, which is obviously timed and synced with NFT LA. So all people that are coming to NFT LA that are part of the Aokiverse, they get to come see a special show. Really inspired by Gala Games and what they are doing for their community. I, I just want to shout them out because I think what they're doing is awesome. They, I, I performed at their Gala, Galaverse for their community. They did a show in the iconic forum, holds over 20,000 people. They went in there and they built their own world. They built, built their own, like just like you enter into their own space. I spent a lot of money to do this. I remember watching Kings of Leon with 200 other people in a, in a space that holds 20,000 people. How, how cool and exclusive is that? Like Kings of Leon, her, I played, Blau played. You know, it was like a really special, intimate thing saying kind of like, fuck you. Like we're going to fucking take the biggest venue and make it our own space for only 200, 300 people. It that gave that gave me so much like heart. So when I played on that stage, it's not like I'm like like oh man, there's not like a million people here. I was excited to play for the 200 for the Gallivers, and that's exactly what, how I feel about playing at the Aokiverse show. Like I don't care if there's five people, I don't care if there's 500, or I don't I don't even care about the number because for me it's like these are the citizens of the Aokiverse passports holders you know what i mean so it's different feeling to me so like really really excited for the for the first aoki verse show if you don't have a passport all you got to do is get an aoki verse credit on secondary i think it's i think it's like 0.1 eth or less and you can get yourself a passport you mint the passport from the credit and you'll be a level one level four level, i mean level two is four credits then it goes up one, four, level three is 16, level four is 64, level five is 256, and level six is 1024. And since we launched just not that long ago, there's already a level six. 
and there's already wow. four level five. So there's people that really care about growing their passport. That. And that's, that's the beauty of this thing is that as we grow it, you get different perks, you get different, different, just like similar to, I, I almost look at it like an analogy It's similar to like a Soho house meets like a airline club. You know, you get more, you get more perks, right? Best part about it is it's web three. You build it up and you're done with it. You sell it. You can't sell your Soho house membership. You can't sell your American airlines concierge key. You know, you just, you build it up and you have to use it or you don't use it. That's why I love Web3. That's that's the major difference. I love that. I love that. You know, one thing that's really interesting, Steve, I was really excited to see you enter the space because I've, you know, having known you as long as I have, I know how many different interest areas you have. Like you are across like all the genres in music. You are in fashion, you're in streetwear, you're in anime, you're in TV film. Like you have always been like just like you've always like worn so many different hats and had so many different areas of interest. And to be able to kind of bring them all together. Uh, like kind of under one roof, it seems like Aoki versus kind of like that, that it's like the the epicenter of like the Aoki universe. So, you know, that's, the, the name makes a lot of sense there. Yes, but I, yeah. I'd love to hear a bit more about how you sort of see those different interest areas all playing into, um, you know, this, this sort of like this club that you've essentially built this, this community that you've built and how you kind of how you bring all those different pieces of yourself uh, to them. Absolutely. No, that's, that's like the point is that I'm involved in so many different industries and to be able to bring that access to other people. And it's like, uh, I've talked about this before, but it's not, it's like, it's like doing a DJ set, you know, I want to give the people what they want. So when I play, I'm playing my hits, I'm playing my records that people know, right. They want to hear pursuit of happiness. They're going to get it. <laughs> you want to hear boneless. They're going to get it. I'm going to give them what they want, but I also want to give them what they won't expect. You know, it's, it's a very similar kind of concept to having a great experience. So when, when you go see a show, you, you want to see certain things that you, that, that you expect to see, but you also want to experience things that you, you would be like, whoa, I would never, I never expected that. And that, that disrupts that flow that gives you something more that gives you a memory that you feel. And, and, you know, you got to constantly, you know, give them something that they they're looking for and then, and then challenge them a bit. Give them something that they might not understand, but I'll offer it to you. And, and that's the kind of thing is like, since I'm involved in so many different worlds, I'm trying to take a piece of all these different things and then bring it back to the table. I'm like, guys, let's cut up this bread and let's all share it. You know what I mean? Like, let's do something, you know, you might not get it, but it's there for you. It's airdropped to you. You know, uh, or you have the allow list for this, or if you have the, the, the access to go check this out, or I'm working with these wonderful people and they're doing something really great. Here's an offering for you. That's exclusive to you. So it's, it's, um, it's exciting to be able to do that because, um, you know, I mean, we, we do this already with our friends. Whenever we have like an incredible experience that we feel we share with our friends like, yo, come on for the ride. You know, like we bring our friends and they just, we rally and we just have fun, right? Now it's like my friend group is Aokiverse. That's why I don't think about it as a fan club. I think about it as like, this is like our social circle, you know? And if you have even like, I, I get even this much of, of what we're doing. If someone's like, I get this much, I like this much. 
that's all you need because I'm going to give you that and hopefully more, you know? And the, the other thing that's important, I think, with Web3, with community building in NFTs, is this constant two-way conversation, right? It's like that, that never really happened before. You know, like a, when you think about a fan and an artist, the artist just, just, just gives output and the fans like, yes, thank you. The fan could say some stuff back, but the artist isn't really going to do what the fans say, right? And I'm not saying that I'm going to change my music for the community or I'm going to change my creativity for the community, but I'm definitely listening and I'm definitely restructuring or like going, well, I might, I have my vision for this. This is the vision, but I want to make sure that like, Hey guys, we're together. Let's, let's roll together. Oh, you're not feeling it. Okay. Well, let's try, let's try something different. You know, it's a different level of conversation. And I think artists, as they get more into Web3, because everyone's going to be a part of Web3, every single, every, every single artist, every single musician, every single entertainer, every single institution, company, whatever you do out there, if you are of service, you will be essentially part of Web3. And you're going to start having to have this two-way conversation with the people that are buying your goods, listening to your music, reading your books, being part of your culture whatever it might be, buying your clothes, whatever it is, there's going to, the conversation is going to start opening up. Preaching to the choir on that one, man, fully aligned. To, to take it a step further then, I mean, within music specifically, I mean, what the, part of what's so special about what you just said and the fact that lots more artists and fans will be leaning into Web3 is that it, it presents a bit of a new economic paradigm and model for prosperity for both artists and fans, right? I, I think the music industry historically or with streaming and whatnot, the, the economics are, are so low, it makes it very hard for there to be a middle class in music. You're either like a, a top 1% musician creating the vast majority of revenue in the music industry or you're kind of struggling to make ends meet. So I'm, I'm curious from your perspective, how do you think that the music industry is broken? And then more importantly, how do you think NFTs and Web3 can help fix it? I, I think exactly what you said is already displays how it works because that's exactly how it works. And if you're an artist and you're trying to put music out, you can't even, you can't depend on your streaming income, period. And you might have some publishing revenue come in, but that's if the song sinks. You know, there's like certain things that are, that are like, those are like champagne, like crack the champagne open. Let's, let's, let's like, let's, we just got to sing. That just doesn't happen so often. So the, the music model for anyone that's coming up in the game, you have to find another level of income to be able to support yourself, which is exactly what I did with DJ. You know, like I was make, I mean, before I was DJing, I was in bands, forget about making music when I was in a band. You know, I mean, at, at, at some point, as much as I loved playing in the bands I played, I, I toured across the U.S. 14 times by the time I was 21. So I definitely hit the road hard. I definitely promoted my music. But, the you know, it just there is no real money that was made from these tours, from these shows. We made more money on selling T-shirts. And that's not music, right? That's a secondary income. So when it went, when I came into DJing and I started producing an electronic music without DJing, I wouldn't have been able to survive as a music artist, which is why I hung up the guitar and I hung up the instrument and I decided I'm going to wear a different hat and, and really focus on my label and support artists and also DJ and produce electronic music on a solo basis. But, you know, that's a longer story, but in, in either way, it, it's not a sustainable infrastructure for young artists to be able to survive 
just on music. It's it's like like you said, it is a one percent less than that that artists can actually survive on their streams, and the rest of them are you know we're like are struggling. So this is where NFTs definitely take a different stance, and NFTs is all about valuing art with a marketplace, valuing art through what the market dictates what that art is valued at, right? So now, I mean, it's clear, I think we can all say music is art. It's an experience, it's a feeling, it's an emotion, just like the same way that we look at a piece. No one can deny that music is art. And in this case, this is where artists can now utilize that same language, the same, the same conversation, and, and actually apply that and, and make certain things. I, I think the, the best way for me to explain it was uh, talking to someone at, at the, Gal- Gal- the Galvers. We're talking about music NFTs. And uh, I, asked, I asked her, what's your favorite artist? And she's like, Kendrick Lamar. I'm like, is there a specific album that changed your life about it? Like, wouldn't it be cool if Kendrick did a piece where this album touched you in a certain way? And he's like, I'm going to make an NFT around this album and it's going to be numbered to whatever number he decides. And it has a scarcity to it. And it has, you know, a way that it could be, it could be purchased or be, you know, part of the culture of NFTs. Wouldn't you want to potentially buy that piece and own that piece and have that and cherish that? And, and it's, I, I think that, that that's where it's like, it clicks. It's like the same reason why we buy an art piece that makes us feel a certain way. This is something that has, we buy something that has a real value to the market. And once again, it's always about letting the market dictate what that value is, right? So going into that. Love, yeah. love that. I think those are great points, Steve. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. You mentioned how like, you know, Blau was the one who brought you into NFTs. He's also the one who brought me into NFTs. He's been a good friend for, for a while as well. And, you know, obviously a pioneer in the space. And I remember even like back 2017, 2018, doing panels with Henry RAC back at South by on like music and blockchain. And, you know, since you're so ingrained in, 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 the, in the space, I'm curious to hear your perspective too. Like, why do you think so many of the early adopters um, in NFTs, Web3, in the music space have come from, from the dance and electronic? music community it's an interesting one because i i did i definitely took note about that early on like why are there so many djs it's like it's so interesting out of like all the different genres it's like it's i look left and look right you know and i'm just like wow there's like so many djs buying uh you know buying different nfts or creating different nfts i think you know the okay so a dj Let's just talk about what a DJ does, right? I'm not talking about like producers. I'm talking about just DJs. DJs, they have to know what, what's popping. They have to know like when they go in the room, right? When they're about to DJ, they already have like their records ready because they already did the research. They're like, this is what the culture responds to. So you have to kind of know because you have to speak to them without speaking to them, right? You have to speak to the crowd through your music. So you have to understand culture. You have to understand also where are we going next? So, I mean, I think all DJs are a bit of futurists. Like we're trained to be, we're trained to be futurists because that's what we do. We, if, if there's a DJ that doesn't like, it just it goes over everyone's heads. It's like either they're speaking too far in the future or they're speaking in the past, right? 
It's like you gotta like a, a great DJ is gonna lure you in, like oh I uh, this is me yes this is me and then delight you with something that you that that you would have never expect that bring you into the next stage of where we're going, right? So I think I think just on the basis of that alone, right? And now we talk about music producers, musicians, artists. We have to be futurists. We don't have a choice if we want to survive. If you want to, we don't want to be relevant. We have to put out music that is going to help guide where the culture is going. And the ones that do it best are the ones that are the, uh, that are the most successful. So I feel like we're all trained to think ahead, to try to be early, to think about what is coming next and act on it and execute on it. And if you're a producer, you're executing on it. If you're, if you're, if you're successful at putting out records, you're successful at executing on what the future looks like, which is essentially what NFTs is all about. We're setting up for what's going to become very normalized. It's going to become very common for people to use smart contracts to be able to do business in all aspects of life. NFTs is just a word that, that it's a catch word, but really it's technology and in, in innovating how we do business how we buy, sell, and trade whatever service that we're going to be doing. It's all going to be part of a, some level of smart contract in the future. Yeah, no, totally, man. I mean, in, in that vein, um, I, I'm curious. I mean, do you think one to two years from now, like the, the average musician and fan will be engaging with NFTs or like an, a hot take predictions? Like, what do you think the timeline of adoption looks like here? Yeah, it, it's, it's a tough one because things move rapidly, but at the same time, some stuff moves slowly. You know, there's certain things that like innovate very quickly inside of our, our little world because it's still small, but at the same time, we're still small, right? We're like moving very fast within our space and it, it is growing and expanding as it is, like, especially in the entertainment side of things, um, the musician side of things, as we're talking about, like who are involved and who is really in it, the crypto savvy, anyone that's crypto savvy is already understanding how NFTs work or how it's going to relate to their lives, you know, how it identifies with them, how they communicate through NFTs, because that's essentially what we're doing. We're communicating through NFTs. Now, how soon will it become totally normalized? It's a tough question to, to answer. I, to say a year, it could po quite possibly be in 2023 of April that, that a large part of us that are savvy with social media savvy with crypto i think those two worlds if we're savvy in the metaverse i think it's i think it's a very easy onboard right for people that just don't touch this stuff i mean you know it, this is how it is i mean there's a lot of people that actually don't use social media period but there's also billions and billions of people that do and billions and billions of people that identify through social media or their social imprint on the world, their digital imprint on the world has a, has a real significance to who they are. Those are going to be the next onboarded people. Because once they understand that Web3 is about ownership and Web2 is about playing in another person's house, where Web3, you're going to be playing in your own house or in someone else's house with your own clothes, not someone else's, right? 
when people start understanding that they own it as they enter in to the world, how they identify the digital imprint of themselves, then then once that once that crosses over in culture, we're going to see a major shift. I love that. I love that. Fully agreed. Um, you know, Steve, it, it's been really interesting, you know, just watching the progression and your evolution in the space, you know, those early nifty gateway drops, some of your your collaborations with Tom Bilyeu, the Neon Future Partnership, um, all, all the way to like co-curating the Sotheby's auction with People Pleaser, and now most recently Aokiverse. I'm curious to hear kind of like looking back on the past year, like what have been sort of some of the biggest lessons you've learned um, from from all of these different experiences? You know, you have to move very quickly. You have to you have to stay on top of the trends you have. Um, thank God I have, you know, uh, you know, just an incredible team that keeps me updated as I'm like working on all my other stuff. Um, it's about being nimble and maneuvering and, and, you know, I just, just in general, just being on top of what's happening. Um, things move much more faster and, they rapidly changed in any other industry, any other community that I've ever been a part of. And, um, and it's, it's a, it's a constant evolving adaptable technology. It's just constantly moving. Um, and now since I'm, you know, I'm, I have the Aoki verse, we take that into action and we move forward with that. So, um, you know, it's interesting, like the, 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 the time that I've been in, you know, learning about NFTs in summer 2020, we're almost going to hit summer 2022. So we're about, you know, almost two years into NFTs. I feel like I've learned so much, but at the same time, I'm at 2% of where we're going to, like what I know, right? I'm very much a student. I'm very much a student of the space. Um but I feel like I've amassed not just a lot of knowledge, but like incredible friendships, um, like incredible network around the world. You know, just meeting so many people that are doing so many different interesting things in Web3, sharing that information. Like it's one, one like amazing potluck where we're just sitting together and sharing like all the different recipes and all the different ways that we can help grow each other. Because the community is so small that we all need to work together, right? It's not like we're all in our own little niches. Like in music, it can happen like that. It's like so big and broad that you have your own niches and you're like, oh, I got to I gotta like keep this and hide this before other people will take it. It's just different. We all kind of like share everything. Like, oh, you're working on that? That's really cool. Like, oh, I'd like, love to use that same concept. Oh, yeah, no problem. And like, and then do this. I'm like, oh, but like that, what you're doing over there is actually going to like really beneficial for my community. Great. Let's share it. And that's really going back to Aokiverse. That's really um, kind of like th- like one of the, the fruitful seeds that that helped plant what Aokiverse meant. Because just this incredible network of of, of uh, incredible projects and communities that 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 has embraced me or like supported me uh, through the past for the through twenty twenty one was a big part of why we were able even able to do what we were able to do, <clears throat> which is. Um, when we did launch, we, we shared like 24 communities that, that we um, allow listed into the Aokiverse. And all, to me, they're all blue chips. You know, they're all sustainable. They think about the long road ahead. And we're constantly working together to find out how to 
better the space, <clears throat> make it more inclusive and more For exciting. Sure. No, I, I love that. And, you know, I, I know, Steve, you, you also have so many friends in, you know, in the music industry across so many different different areas. And I'm sure that as you really entered NFTs, probably a lot of them were asking you, you know, how do I get involved with this? You know, like, like what's it? You know, I know, I know I was receiving that when I was getting an NFTs too. And like, I'm curious, like what, what, what is some of the advice that you have for, for example, like other musicians who are kind of evaluating different ways on, on engaging with the space? Yeah, I mean, I tell them to be careful. Uh, because it's just, you know, it's not like dropping a record, you know, it's not like dropping a record and you move on to the next record. You have people that are, that, that, you know, that, that rely on, on what you're, what you're putting out to the space that like, they need to understand what community means. They need to understand, um, that engagement of this two-way conversation, which is, it's like, it's new. It's new for a lot of artists to do that. You know, I mean, what we do as artists is we drop music and fans like it or they don't like it. And the fans that do like it, they ride with you, right? It's different. It's just like, I try to say it to them. It's like, you do want to treat it like a fan club, but it's much more than that. It's much deeper than that. These are like, these fans, they become, it's more of your social circle. Um, and how do you, how do you talk to your social circle? What do you do to like bring them into the fold in a real way? that makes them feel really involved. You know, um, it's just like me. Like when I think about like different communities that I want to be a part of, or I'm associated with, you know, I, I want to be, um, I mean, I am a fan of like, let's say, for example, we talk about Bape cause you know, we, we were working with them, partnering with them. Um, <clears throat> you know, I'm a fan of Bape and I wear their clothes and I love what they're all about. And I've, I've done collaborations with them. Um, but I'm also part of the social circle, right? So I really try to position that the most. I love that. I love that. And I think when it comes to like your community, I mean, it's been amazing how you've been able to to bring them together, united through the Aokiverse. I'm curious, obviously, it's been able to generate a lot of revenue. Like, how do you plan to really reinvest that to just give back to your community and just create these amazing experiences for them? That's exactly what we're doing right now is we got the, the Aokiverse show that's happening on Wednesday. There'll be other drops that we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing a Clonex, a vial drop through the different levels. There's going to be a lot of different kind of things that we'll be be doing. We, we obviously hired a lot more people involved in the Aokiverse to be able to handle all these new different ways to how we have to make sure things are token gated, things are, are, are different ways or that, that the communication's fluid. Um, I mean, we are, we're learning, growing, and developing. And, uh, but the great thing is we're, we're doing drops. We're doing, we're being able to give back to the community fairly quickly. I mean, we, like, I think two weeks after, less than two weeks after we launched the passports, we, we were able to get an allow, allow list for the boy George drop. Um, and it's, you know, it hasn't been that much longer and, and we're going to be doing the very first Aoki verse exclusive concert, you know, so as, as on top of that, all the different shows. And um, I'm excited to, to see what the level five and level six, what we're going to be doing with them because there's, there's exclusive rewards and perks there that, that are, um, you know, obviously you know, stuff that I can't give to everyone else. So uh, level six is a song, you know, that, that, that person is going to be in the studio with me or we're going to make a record together. So there's a lot of different things that we're going to be developing and building out. 
And, you know, Steve, in, in addition to like all of your own projects, you've also amassed like quite the NFT collection yourself. Like what are what are some of your favorite pieces and like what have you learned from trading in NFTs? I'm, I'm a big um, I, I'm a big bag holder. You know, I, I uh, don't sell too much. I definitely don't call myself a trader. Um, I do sell because I I mean, I definitely need to think more about getting my cost basis back because when I go in, I I tend to sweep floors and on projects and i just like the thing goes up the thing goes down you know you know how it works it goes down and i i like don't sell so i just keep holding so you know i'm in it for the long run you know at the end of the day of course i'm gonna start thinking more about cost basis uh making sure i get that back but you know i'm a obviously board apes i have 10 board apes under uh 10 10 board apes um over 11 mutant apes um, I got three crypto punks. Um, I got some doodles. I think I got like 10 doodles. Uh, I love clone X, you know, like, I feel like there's like those ones. Dead fellows is great. I love Wisby. I love, uh, you know, I love what the art blocks world's a whole different world as well. You know, what art blocks is all about is, is also very new to me as well, but I'm learning about that. And, you know, I, I got myself, you know, an art, a piece of art from there, you know, supporting, my 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 guy, thank you X. You know, there's a lot of friends in the space too. Digital physical artists that are doing digital art um, and doing well, like thank you X. Yeah, I mean, kind of go across the board. Sick. I love it. Are there any like specific rising projects or rising creators or artists that have caught your attention recently? The next ones. This this is a, this is the one that's like people I'm sure really want to hear that, too. That alpha, that alpha. <laughs> I want that Aoki alpha. Well, you know what there. Like we we will be doing a, a an, another allow list that's coming up in the Aoki verse, but I don't want to give it away yet. It's a bit too early because it's like it, like the one thing that we do with Aoki verse is like we it's like you have to vet what's going on. You have to make sure that like at the very least you do your the best due diligence that you can. I always think about the creators, you know, and sometimes I ape into things without really looking into the creators. And the founders, because I just see like all this discussion or people jumping in on something. I'm like, okay, I got to get a little piece of this. You know, I get that FOMO action. But if I, if I could give advice to anyone, I'm like, you have to find out who these creators are the best you can. And if they have a good reputation and a lot of them are anon. So it's, it's like, you don't know anything about them. So it's a bit dangerous, but if you know that they're in it for the long game, if you know that they they have a very large NFT collection and they care about um, the future of NFTs. They speak about that constantly and they, they do a lot in the space. I feel safe. I'd rather be, I'd rather be investing in people like that. So, um, you know, you know what they say, invest in people, not in companies. Right. So I think that's like, sometimes the art can lure you into something where, you're like, well, it looked good. And then all of a sudden it just rugs. So it's just, it's just a, it's, you just try to do your research, you know, and I do your research on the people doing it. And, and if they have the, the right intentions, things go up and definitely things <laughs> go down. That's the nature of how it works. When things go down, doesn't mean it's rugging either. You know, it's just, Sometimes you write it out and I've, I'm riding with some projects that are very, I bought at the top and I'm actually like, I've seen it online 
people will go, Aoki always buys at the top. <laughs> and uh, you know, online. And you know what? I I'm a believer in some of these projects. So I don't sell. Even when it's like damn near at the bottom, I'm like, well, I believe in these guys or these women or these men or whatever what's happening. I believe that, you know, they're gonna do something. You just gotta write it. You know, and uh, you know, don't panic. I, I panic buying, panic selling is is dangerous. Take 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 five deep breaths <laughs> before you do something. We're buying an NFT. I, I feel you, man. As as uh, as someone who, who errs on the side of hodling, I, I'm very much in the same the same boat. You know, just if you have that if you have that conviction, yeah. you know, t- take those deep breaths and wait till the, the market. You know, the pen the pendulum always swings back, <laughs> almost, and, always. Then, and then keep on waiting. Never keep on waiting. Money. Never risk money. Never risk money that, that you're not willing to lose. Yep. That's important. You know, um, sometimes I go a little bit too crazy because I get like so excited. But, you know, and some I'm like, I re- I'm just like, please, like <laughs> something's got to happen to this thing. I put so much into it. But you learn, you yep. live and learn, right? So, and I love it and I'm in it. I'm here. I'm here to stay for a very long time. Like, and I've said this to so many people. We're not, we're in preseason. We haven't even started playing the game yet. You know, we're not even inning one. This is preseason. Wait till things get started. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, like we're on, you know, when, when, uh, when MySpace started for like social media, that was, that was like preseason. Facebook was really like inning one. Right. So I think we're at the MySpace stage of, the of the future of where nfts are going you know and like what the nft looks like you know you look at like the market penetration right now it's still so early and even though so much has happened so much has happened there's still so much further to go so i love it well you know as we bring things to a close steve just wanted to give you a chance to speak to to some of the projects you have coming up what's coming down the pipeline i know there's a lot that you can speak about i know there's a lot you can't so uh why why don't we just run give a rundown of uh of what's coming up that you can well, Aokiverse is in full steam. Um, if you're out there, you're interested, get yourself a credit. Go to a0k1verse.xyz. Get, get all your information there. It's Aoki. Just take out the O and the I. Zero and one uh, in the vowels. Aokiverse.xyz. Get yourself a credit. Then you can mint it for a passport. The the credits burn. Uh, it's deflationary. So like eventually all the credits will be will be gone if people burn them all um, and, uh, and and join Aokiverse. I also started a marketplace with Todd McFarlane and it's called Odd Key, which is basically both of our names combined, chopping off the, the top, Todd, Odd, and Key, Aoki. We just revealed um, Spawnoki, the, the 1%, uh, the rare the rare airdrop. So we gave them away for free. It's, uh, it's built on the Solana blockchain. And, um, you know, I, I love that, you know, I'm in both worlds. I think with, with, uh, odd key, it makes sense that it's on Solana because this is about bringing on onboarding a lot of people that don't want to pay all these fees, right? That's like, it's like, it's different. Like in, in this marketplace, we want to have art and NFTs at a very, very low price, you know? So it's a different kind of format and structure. And um, the Spawnoki NFTs are are out there. So check them out. It's a art that Todd McFarlane did of his spawn and, you know, my hair. And and uh, all the rarities and all that fun stuff is on oddkey.com. So you guys can find out more. Just join the Discord. 
Um, but we're going to be launching the marketplace um, very, very soon, looking at the end of next month. And um, yeah, that's going to be exciting. That marketplace launch will be exciting. And it's it's very similar. Let me explain it. It's like the philosophy of what Todd has done with Image Comics for 30 years. It just, I mean, he just said 30 years for Image Comics. So he understands what it's like to build a community in the comic book um, world, you know, and, and what he's done uh, as a, you know, leaving Marvel and creating his own, his own independent comic book company um, and building it to where it's at right now is phenomenal. Um, they're taking that same philosophy that Todd's, done for 30 years of his life and the same philosophy that i was i've been doing for dimmock records fully independent company been around for 26 years put out like 3,000 releases um you know signed chain smokers first releases early zed releases you know a ton of other edm electronic acts before that rock bands all different kinds of artists taking that same community and the same philosophy and bringing that in mashing it up with Todd McFarlane's, um, uh, you know, his philosophy. And that's the birth of what Aoki Marketplace is going to be. So very exciting for that. Aokiverse, really excited about all the different people that are part of it. Hope to see a lot of everyone that's part of the Aokiverse in, at my show. Well, it's great to, great to see all the, uh, the progress and momentum. And I have uh, no signs of slowing down. Quite the contrary, man. So keep up the good work, bro. Oh, God, we're just that's right. Started. Yeah. Well, thank you so yeah. much, man. Until next yeah. time. Always a pleasure, Steve. Thank you. Man, that was a fun episode. What stood out to you? Yeah, Steve just gets it. Like, he's always had his finger on the pulse. He's always been looking at what's next. I mean, even back when he was in A&R at Dimmock Records, you know, like, he, you know, he he was early to Block Party. He signed them. Like, he's always been, like, focused on what's next. He's always had that A&R ear. It's cool to see him apply it to the space. Like, you know, like like he said, like, we're still in the preseason. Everyone's going to be a part of Web3. Um, I, you know, and, and I just love to see him going like super hard in the paint on it, like he does with everything he does. Um, but you know, as someone who wears a lot of different hats and, um, has a lot of different interest areas, there's so much that goes into what the Steve Aoki brand is like, see him be able to like tie it all together with Aokiverse makes a lot of sense. And that's, I think, really exciting as a precedent for creators. Yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of different musicians will follow suit with the model he brought to market with Aokiverse. And excited to see how he continues to reinvest into that community and just bring more utility, more value, more prosperity. So buckle up. It's going to be a fun ride. Um, appreciate all of you for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back next week. Until then, we out.